Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who are we? Where are we? Yeah, sorry if this is a little late. It's going to be late. Shit happens. It's going to be late, and I'm sorry that we have, we... we she shouldn't apologize. <laughs> we live lives. I got logged out of my Netflix on Apple TV, so... Oh, no. Alex won't tell me the password. What? Well, I texted him, what's That's the Netflix? That's some kind of hostage situation. And he just never responded, and I'm like, I need it. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, I mean, I'm fine. Like, I have an extreme Apple TV. Like, bless up. Also, did you hear Disney's starting their own streaming service? They're going to pull all their stuff off Netflix and make their own. I'm thrilled about that. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It's going to be interesting. I want to go to Disney so bad. All right, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, let's. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Splat, the podcast. Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Hello to the trucks outside There's my window. There's lots of trucks <laughs> and when we're, we're in ye old Brooklyn. Ye old Brooklyn. Once again. And we're not alone. We're not alone. Welcome to the pod. Hey, Sam Wong. Sam Wong. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having me, lady. Thank you so much for being on. I literally binged all of Splat Podcasts <laughs> in the span of like two days or three days. It was amazing. We got email updates great. as it went and it was <laughs> so like good. A lot of our voices. How was that experience for yeah. you? It really made, you know, all my errand running go by so much faster. <laughs> all of my Aww. airport time. Oh yeah, because you like, were traveling. Whatever, go by so much faster. I would, you know, be that weirdo sitting alone on the bench in the <laughs> airport with my headphones on and like you know, laughing to myself. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. And nobody knows what, what's so entertaining to you because you look like an insane oh, yeah. I did that all the time. I really enjoy doing that, um, like, with what music I'm listening to. So, like, hypothetically, like, if I were... <laughs> Uh, imagine if you will and i were listening to like i don't know cats on the subway whoa 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 what happy year anniversary of <laughs> oh it. my god yeah thanks time hop um but i like to be like what do you think that what do what do you think that i'm listening to there have to be people out there who look at you and are like that girl's listening to cats I hope not. I like to, th well, probably, but I like you to. You have a cat sweatshirt, so there have been moments, I guarantee you, when you've been wearing that and listening to cats when someone has known. Maybe. <laughs> I also like to play the game opposite, so, like, I'll, I'll find, like, a very, like, tough-looking person. I'll be like, what if you're listening to, like, Mozart? Yeah. Yeah. Piano concertos. Yeah. My uncle actually didn't know what Cats was about. Oh. He couldn't infer from the title. <laughs> infer. No. <laughs> Cat's jokes. No, I guess not. Well, this was when it first came out, I guess. What, in the 70s? 80s. 80s. Oh, my God. I feel like if there's just, That's like... That's amazing. If, and if, now he doesn't go to things. <laughs> if there's one thing you can just, like... That's super Assume funny. that Cat's is about, it's about cats. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it seems too obvious. It's closing soon. I know. Are you going to see it? I don't know. I'll try. I Are don't you going to see it again? Friend of our friendship, Dylan, 
was like, I feel like I can get 99 people that know you to give a dollar for you <laughs> to go to the Ooh, closing crowd of cats. Yeah, seriously. And like, for maybe good, like good some, some people will give more. And I'm like, I, I can't have seen cats three times. Or can you have? Or can I have? That That's low numbers for a show you really like. No, 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 no. It's, it's still cats. Like, yes. That doesn't change the fact that you deeply love it. I don't know why. Does, that does the why matter in love, Brooke? Okay. <laughs> Will you tell us a little bit about Thank you? <laughs> yeah, enough about cats. Yeah, <laughs> never, but. Uh, uh, what is, there's nothing really about me. <laughs> that I, is so not true. Tell well, me, tell me oh, about. Oh, I met Bridget. Yes. That's what I was going to ask. our 1D fandom it's in the Chicago. Best. This is the One Direction fandom has served me time and time and I time. I remember it third, like it was yesterday. Second? Second. Tell me, tell me. I want to know. <laughs> Actually, it was very impressive the amount of people. Yeah, we got that this went to this Chicago amazing series. crew together. Yeah. At the end of July, they had two back-to-back concerts. Summer after my junior year, Emma. one of them was on Liam's birthday. I remember. Yes, it was. Yeah, you guys, are you ready for this? <laughs> um, but we had like probably twenty-five. He drunk at, <laughs> after his birthday. Yes. Yeah. On stage. On stage, it was quite something. Um, we had probably 25 people who'd come from like all over the country basically. And then we had like this huge party afterwards and it was insanity. But Agnes wasn't there. Um, no, she didn't come. She's sad about that still. Sorry, mm. Agnes. I, I didn't know. mean to There's bring that time. up. Reunion. We're going to. Reunion. I only want to see One Direction with you. On <laughs> oh, absolutely. When they get back together, we'll all oh, go. I forgot mm-hmm. they broke up. See, I, I'm so. <laughs> when they do the, the cruise ships, you know. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that they'll like still be one direction or do you think they'll be like another direction mm, there i feel like once they lost a member and stuck with one direction they're gonna yeah. be one direction forever oh like backstreet boys they're always boys new kids are yeah. always kids they're right. not new men no. they're not <laughs> they backstreet back men <laughs> yeah <you> <laughs> That would be so funny. If when bands got reunited, they had to update their name to be, like, more relevant to them. I would love that. Like, if the Spice Girls were just, like... Mm. Spice women? No, I'm trying to think of, like, what... Spice queens. Yeah. Like, what Spice matriarchs. K-W-E. Oh, Like, what, sure. do you, what do you, like, put in... Sh- like, what is another... Uh, herbs, the herb girls. There. Oh, 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 nice. I see what you were going. I was for. like trying to go spice adjacent. Yeah, well done. You did. You got there. Okay, 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 okay. But when I first met Bridget, she, I just remember her being the sweetest, loveliest. Oh. She was wearing this Kelly green, like a line dress. It's I remember it. Dress that yeah. ASOS dress that I have. I don't anyway. know what Kelly and green. And I was is. just like, how it's can like this Irish girl green. be so? beautiful and nice and oh, wonderful at the same time fun I fact when that. brooke walked in and met sam she said you're so beautiful <laughs> so there you go speaking of beautiful yes that was also a pleasant surprise <laughs> i'm just you know i'm a water sign i move a lot i'm a water mm. sign too what are you pisces oh nice i don't know many pisces i don't think robin's a pisces when's your birthday is that february march, march. Oh. it's end of february beginning of march oh, okay i know a few pisces yeah. hi kahari shelton it's a good time yeah good i'm one. april i like spring yeah. birthday i'm biased because i only have one birthday and it's a spring birthday so <laughs> if you could pick your birthday when would it be Ooh. Ooh. i would have wanted to have a summer birthday so i could have a pool party i've always wanted a pool party you didn't get to celebrate in school though right right oh wait 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 why were you in chicago like do you were you living in chicago no. did you go to school you just went for the one direction concert i went for wow. the 1d concert two concerts two days in yeah. a row same i went to both of them Bring in a bunch of 
really wonderful, nice, hospitable, intelligent ladies together. Yeah. It's also really crazy to meet people in person who you've known online because mm-hmm. in some ways you're like, it's new. And in some ways you're like, wait, I've known you forever. And that's like what Bumble's like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Honestly, I think so. I'm like, if you do it for three well, years. Bumble and then has a done. friends meeting feature. Oh, I know. I saw, oh, I've used it before. Has it really? worked? Yeah. And I've only had positive experiences with women on there meeting them for platonic relationships. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. To like find friends. Yeah. That's so cool. And it makes so much sense. You know, if you just moved here, yeah. you don't know anybody, how do you find friends without being you know awkward and trying to talk to people that's on amazing. the train or at a bar or something oh you're amazing yeah that's seriously amazing. that's impressive <laughs> just like a quick sidetrack i did not one but two escape the rooms last friday night oh my god i haven't seen you in so long we have so many things to talk about we have so many things to talk about <laughs> how but were they we did one and we got out with 15 minutes to spare Damn. and then we were like what is your availability the rest of <laughs> <laughs> And we went back and we did their newest, hardest one, and we didn't get out because Whoa. it was so. You know how in and the one we did on my birthday was it's yeah. like a lot of like you're finding a key and this key opens this and it's a word puzzle and the yeah. word puzzle does this. They're moving them more to like technology technology stuff. Whoa! So it's like you put a thing under a thing and a video plays, but you have to put it in the right order. Or like there was this oh, one man. thing where you had to put a wrench in a box and then close the box and then something happened in the room and then there was a different wrench in the box <laughs> and we were just like what it was like this rusty wrench doesn't work and we were like Ugh. and it was like <laughs> and then it opened and there was a new wrench and we were all like <gasps> how much much fun must have been to design these so yeah. fun we were talking about that but it was like it was me and our friend dylan and dylan's boss and oh, someone yeah, else who I works forgot. with dylan and then i hope who's listening uh new friend scott friend of the yeah. new, he was like i wasn't gonna come i was gonna just like go home and sit and watch sex in the city and i was like have i got uh, a podcast <laughs> for you incredible what an opening yeah. um why was i talking about escape the room Oh, because on Bumble, actually, the, I've realized, like, a great deal breaker for me and, like, a mm-hmm. great way to, like, kind of weed through the guy is to be, like, like any night of the week, be like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm just hanging. I just didn't escape the room. And just see what they say. For them to be like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's like a room and you have to just, like, do a bunch of puzzles to get out. I've done an escape the room for a first date from a Bumble guy before. Whoa, really? Yes. I would not do that. That's not cute. It's not a cute look on me. Oh, oh, like competitive. You have to like be endeared to me before we can dive into escape the room. But that's part of the appeal, right? Like you nope. instantly bond from doing that is an that's a cool thing to do. From okay. feeling like you're in the trenches with somebody. Fair, but I'm like the ugliest. At least you're on the same team, though. Yeah, the ugliest parts of me come out. Um, <laughs> or the best. So, so you let just like test what people say back to you. Oh, yeah, because if like they're like, well, I hate puzzles. I'm like, I will not go on a date with you. Right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Now is it time to hear about your sex, sex in the, the city? city? Oh, sex in the city, Please. right. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually got a really bad first impression of sex in the city. Really? I love that. Because my that. first episode was like, it was in like season four or something. Mm. And my friend Hallie had rented the VHS from Blockbuster down the street. Wow. And she's Amazing. like, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. And I was like... I don't love this. I have no connection to any of these characters. I'm they ask 12. How, how old you are now? I am 28. Right in the middle. A 20 yeah. hater. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> oh, my friend Kurt and I started this really bad podcast last month. And we what? decided we're going to, we're both 28. 
You're calling it 20 Haters? And we're calling it 20 Haters. Oh, wait, that's an amazing concept. <laughs> also, congrats on having a new podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Don't listen to the first one. It's really bad. We have to record a second one. So what happens when you turn 29? Are you going to become 29ers? 20 finers. Ooh, I like that 20 <laughs> finer. Well, it just comes from my friend Kurt's really into astrology, and he <gasps> oh, introduced me to the that. idea. Oh, yeah. That's when Saturn returns every 27 or 28 mm-hmm. years, uh-huh, uh-huh. shit the goes, return. hits yeah. the fan in your life. So. Yes, that's true. I know that from my, that's th- where my we older are. friends. Speak, can you talk about how you're fluent in time? Uh, oh, I am not fluent and never will be. I am conversational. That's amazing. I can muddle through at probably a fourth grader's level. And that's so you work amazing. with deaf theater in New York, right? Yeah, currently. That's yeah, so I'm doing cool. some stuff for New York deaf theater. It's still, you know, we're still figuring stuff out. It's a very small organization, nonprofit theater, championing deaf talent. That's amazing. In, on stage and off stage. That's amazing. I, I love, love them. Oh, man. Um, so, so you watched Sex and the City and you didn't like it. And then did it grow on you or do you still hate it? And you're like, <laughs> why am I here? No, what happened? Well, after that. Um, I think this was when after um, Charlotte had already like been with Trey. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. So Careful like, of the spoilers. Oh, oh that's okay. I, but that was like th- that was my first episode going to. I was like, this is weird, and I don't like this. And I'm like twelve or eleven or something. I was in like fifth dang. or sixth grade. Yeah. I don't relate to anybody. And then the movie was coming out shortly after that, maybe uh-huh. a few years later. And I was like, I need to binge watch this you know, on my uh, because of pirated DVD set, <laughs> yeah, from my uncle. Amazing. Because I need to see the series before I watch the movie. didn't expect cats to be cats? No, this is a different, different uncle. uncle. Good, just clarifying. Another uncle of mine, though, actually, who isn't my blood relative, didn't know that the color pur- what the color purple was about, and he thought it was a, like, like a, musical a montage about of prints. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> I am. My uncles are so out of the loop in terms of musical theater. No, it's a beautiful story about an African American woman finding her voice. Of course it is. (laughs) Cynthia Erivo. But the idea of it. Cynthia Erivo happened to be in this version, but it is Seely's story. Thank you for championing it. I appreciate that. Seely's story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, not that we don't love Cynthia Erivo. No, no. Um, Mm -hmm. Great. And now, do you do you love Sex in the City? Yeah, I do. I watched. Similar to your podcast, I binged the whole thing in the span of like two or three days, you know, never How leaving recently? my bedroom. That was a while ago, like literally right before the movie, the first movie came out. I don't know what year that was. It's like 2008, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that makes sense because that was when... I just made that up. I don't know. I'm going to check. I don't know. It feels right because it was it a little bit after it ended, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have another question for you. Who are you? Ooh, I've thought about this. Good. I am, and I took notes on it because I have oh, to I remember. On just that, I love that. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I'm into So, that. most recently, I think in terms of 2008, my oh my God. Well oh! done, well done. I knew the second one came out in 2010, so I did some guessing. Good work. Nice. That so. makes sense, though, because that's yeah. like my first summer after college. Yeah. And I, you know, go home for the years. summer. Yeah. Binge yeah. watch in my room. Totally. But I am, I think most recently... In my behavioral and kind of like sexual experiences and stuff. Yeah. Or sex experiences. <laughs> Love that. To be, to be Carrie, a corny Carrie pun. I think I'm 
Samantha Miranda. Oh, see, I'm a Miranda Samantha, I think. Like, more heavily Miranda. I love that. Yeah, that's exciting for me. For you. (laughs) Yeah, for everyone involved. For everyone. And my name is Samantha, which is like, am I the first guest who has the same name as one of the characters? I think so. Yeah, well, Samantha... And you not, also might be the to, first to identify with Samantha mm, explicitly. Not to like shut down that. I just feel like Samantha, other than Charlotte, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think watching back recently and like listening to your podcast about Charlotte's experiences, I'm like, wow, I share a lot of e- similar happenings, like just weird things that happen in the bedroom with Charlotte. So, do you <laughs> think, so you're a Samantha with a Charlotte rising? Um, but, but you feel the Miranda. I really feel the Miranda. Like I, you've got a Charlotte her, like me. Maybe, yeah. But then you know, inwardly, so not through my external behaviors. Right. I'm oh. crazy Carrie in my head. So you're all of them. Internal monologue. <laughs> I, I am 100 percent crazy wow. Carrie. You are I just Candace trying to put her in a yeah, yeah, put yeah. Her exactly. in a closet. <laughs> Whoa, that's fascinating. <laughs> I love it. It's Carrie so kind of needs to be put in the closet sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I saw a lot of myself in Carrie this episode. Really? Yeah, because I'll, and I'll talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's, it's <laughs> been, I'm like really exposing this one person and I'm like, Ugh. well, maybe it's just part of your life. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I true. have a lot of things that I could say about <laughs> you and I am. <laughs> well, that's why to I quote don't Kelly date, Kapoor. Um, First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Um, that's exactly actually why I don't date um, impro- people who do stand-up comedy because I'm afraid they'll talk about me. I know. I, I was scared. <gasps> but now I can't date podcasters either, huh? <laughs> I know. Surprise. Well, podcasters <laughs> who, do, who have a, like a specifically like sex-related podcast. I, I was guess, like, yeah. I'm, I know I've gotten nervous because I have I have my eye on two people right now. One person mm. is I've never met and I won't meet. Her. <laughs> 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 and there's a very good chance I just like he, I have a dream and keep you posted yep. and the other one um, is a long con but I won't it's an excellent long con though it's very achievable uh, yeah there's some things that I'm just choosing <laughs> yeah, to, to ignore, ignore. <laughs> that's the thing about a long con stuff changes but, but the thing about a long con too is that like there's no but that's the thing is like if I talk about it on the pot they're not gonna listen to this podcast nope. <laughs> there are things that I know that I only know because I'm a crazy sleuth and I've done Sleuthing some, is my favorite verb. I've done some research mm-hmm. um, and I have, research? I've got some spies on the inside. <laughs> um, and, but because I have not been told that information directly, I can, how would I know? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a really ridiculous thing, but it's, so fun to have a crush on someone even if i'm enforcing it just a little bit oh but it's just like it's the perfect kind of occupying Mm -hmm. you know i love sleuthing (laughs) me too it's been (laughs) the internet's amazing so fun you know what i meant to bring this i know in previous podcasts you've cast the ladies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in houses I have to disagree. Oh, it might be. Is it the same thing as Agnes? Because Ag- Agnes came in and was like, I disagree. Well, no. she's no. listened to like, all of them. Yeah, so that's different. true. Tell I want to hear it. So I think Charlotte is Ravenclaw. Interesting. Oh, because, you know, she's book smart with her art. Right. 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 But not so smart in other things, i.e. Yeah, this time she Cho talks Chang. about be- yeah. betrayal. Yeah. She talked about being like a the director of her art gallery. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's even more intense than I thought it was. Yeah, she's important. Yeah. No, she knows her okay. art shit, I think. Okay. Carrie, I think, stay Gryffindor. But I think Miranda 
uh, and Samantha Switch. So Miranda Slytherin, Samantha Hufflepuff. Honestly, interesting. I, I vibe with that. I feel like because of the way Samantha, at least thus far, has appeared plot-wise, it kind of makes sense in some ways that she's Hufflepuff and that she like people kind of like just are a little I'm dismissive kind of at into times. To Miranda as a Slytherin. Everything else, yeah. And yeah. Miranda with her, like she's so driven yes. and so ambitious. Ambitious. That's yeah. Slytherin. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love this. <laughs> is she shrewd? New oh, She can be. She can be. What does that word mean? And why is it the one they use to describe Slytherins? Because I'm a Slytherin. Shrewd means you're very like perceptive and smart. It's oh. like it's like a yeah. less it's like a less bad connotation of like. Um, Oh shit! What was the word? It just went out of my head. Anyway, it'll come back to me. Yeah, shrewd. It's just like sharp and okay. you get it. I fuck with that. Should we dive in? Um, wait one one oh, one yeah, really yeah. fast. Yeah. What's the most like Thank sex you. in the city moment you felt has happened to you while you've been here? Ooh. Is there anything where you're like this? Was I've been here for ten years. So <gasps> I don't know. That's a lot Sorry. of years. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just, I just gasped at that. Did you go to school here? I did. did That's like my sister. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Violet. Violet heart. No. <laughs> totally not. We bleed purple. I get it. No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Good job. But the most, uh, I guess the most recent, I guess. Sure. Perfect. That I can remember off the top of my head is probably having... A weird ass cuddling experience recently. <gasps> Unpack that, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just take everything out, uh, put it in the laundry. So I, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I identify with Samantha Miranda yes. in my sex experiences. Yes. And I'm glad we're sticking with this term. Yeah. I mean, what, Miranda, you know, she has a problem with like cuddling for too long. She likes her schedule. Right, that just happened. Yeah, that just happened. So. Did it just happen to you? But to the um, extent that the actual cuddling position was a little weird. Like I think I have a problem with cuddling itself. Uh-huh. And the fact that this cuddling position was so abnormal, uh-huh. it really, you know, just. Feel free to say no, but can I know more about okay. this position? So after... <laughs> I'm just so curious. I want a demonstration. This guy actually texted me a couple of days ago, so I hope he doesn't listen to this. I okay. won't tell him. It's fine. No. I don't think he knows my last name. Great. There so, you go. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, after, after just, you know, doing the deed, yeah. I'm... I'm totally fine with doing what I call chopsticking, which is not spooning, <laughs> which is lying straight, prostrate next to somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe we hold hands. That's mm-hmm. fine. But mm-hmm. I like to lie on my back on Especially a mattress. Especially when you're sweaty. Yes. I like to be comfortable. Okay. And I've never been like a side sleeper. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. fall asleep. I don't like hairy armpits. Mm. So this guy not only decides to pull me in so, so close to his uh, you know, into his chest and like armpit mm-hmm, area, mm-hmm. but decides to use my own head as a pillow and put it on top of mine, like Whoa. like it was comfortable for him. Head. Yes, so like it was on top of in a different dimension from my head. <laughs> what? That's um doesn't sound comfortable for anyone. No, no, and it was such an odd choice, yeah. and I didn't know how to t- 
tell him to stop other than like eventually after like away. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I did the Homer Simpson <laughs> sleuth into I, the bush. I was going to say the friend. Oh my God. Incredible reference. The friends thing. When, when it's like the, the like squeeze and roll, yeah, and then someone ends up falling off the bed. But it's hard to squeeze and roll when you're the one being squeezed oh so That's tightly. True. I'm straight up like that. I'm like first night. I'm like we can snug. pull a carry and just whack him in the face. I'm like we can snug. We That's can. happened to me before too. I've been whacked in the face. Jeez. No, not me. But I'll oh. be like, listen, homie, we can cuddle. Thanks for the sex until I need to go to bed and then I am I'm deucing out to the other side of this bed yeah and uh, you know I think they respect it okay as they should episode time yeah get ready everyone for a really kind of rough one you guys rough not in a plot line well not in a like love way rough (laughs) in a like this is egregious writing I it's really Weird. I realize I really don't good to talk about. Yes, I don't agreed. like the term the cast system. So the mm, episode is called mm-hmm. the cast system. Well, the cast system is a real thing, but to apply I, it to to New York society <laughs> is I think what's so like cringy. Yeah. Right? Because that I had the same reaction. Yeah, yeah. The episode begins with Carrie listing things that she loves about New York. And for the first time, they're like, Hey guys, it's spring. Yes. <laughs> I thought the same thing. They give we us don't a get specific spring here anymore. I know, right? No. Is spring anywhere? So but they give us a specific time of year. And Carrie loves this time of year because it's like the one week before it gets hot, but when it's nice. So things that Carrie loves about New York. Mm-hmm. The week in spring where it's not too hot, it's not too I cold. I do love cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of cherry blossoms on this screen. Yes, and the trees start blooming. She loves men in suits. That there are three newspapers and 12 gossip columns. Yeah. Which feels like, like, what would your guys' versions of that be if you were narrating the beginning of your show about New York? Like, what do you love about New York? I also like that week in spring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's but it's summer now, and I love summer outdoor movies. Mm. Mm. Yeah. There are some good ones and ways to do that around the city. Mm-hmm. No, I think I, I think I don't have, well, I hate New York. <laughs> <laughs> I love the feeling of, like, complete autonomy I have in New York, that I am fully in charge of myself and can go and do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. I want and everyone around me is doing that mm-hmm. I like when I'm walking down a busy street in like Soho and I look up and I like can appreciate the architecture because yes. I'm so little that I don't I often don't see past a door if I like but like uh, appreciating the like culture and the, the history of the New York of the New York, York, of yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. yeah it's been around for you know a long time. <laughs> I like street New York. food. Yeah. You do like street food. <laughs> Although those hot dogs were not good. But I just like, like my favorite place to eat by work is a cart. Um, but I just love that the smell of it. Like the mm. smell when you're walking in like midtown. Yeah. Um, and she says, Carrie's like, it's not hard to say I love you to New York. But, but it's she has trouble saying I love you to Mr. Big. Okay. She takes us through. Yeah. She's like, this is the first time I thought I love you. And the first time I wanted to say... But j'accuse Miss Bradshaw uh-huh. because doesn't she love him in season one? I remember there. I distinctly Wait, yeah. remember her her in her big monologue at the end of season one being like, "I love you, but I can't go to Bermuda with you because you won't choose me or whatever." Wow. And also, she when she's freaking out to Miranda about with the paint and it's like it's not about the paint. And she's like, right. "I love him, and I'm worried I'm not perfect enough for him." 
And I was like, that seems like lazy writing. <laughs> continuity. Continuity. Maybe she just never felt like saying it in season one. But true, but they here use all they these say, euphemisms like, just tell me I'm the one. Right. Well, she, no, says, she here, says, I love you. The oh. first time that I Correct. thought it, he like has a smudge of something on his face and she like cute laughs, laughs at him. And I do think in some ways it, it does really just happen that way where there's a moment where you're like, oh, 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 I just identified this thing that's been happening. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. But um, then there's the time that she wants to say it to him. He takes her to a ballet that he hates. And her hair He's, is crimped. Oh, yeah, it is. No, but it's half crimped. It's, which is <laughs> even half funnier. Oh. And half like just her natural hair. She's no. like, it's too I, many love, I don't vibe with that look. Your hair like that. She scruffles him up. Um, so okay. obviously this is going to be the crux of this. The ballet. This is going to be the crux of this issue this night and then we have like a weird plot line that allows Carrie to not once again say the things she's thinking because the whole reason this becomes an issue is because she says it when she isn't it's not the right time to mm-hmm. I know I think which brings it is. the well it brings the issue up but like what a bad way to start it you know well so she has to change her shoes they're going out to dinner and he's like Surprise. I brought you a prezi and What's she pulls in it the out. Bag? And it's like this Swarovski. 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 <laughs> Beautiful. Crystal swan clutch. And it is ugly. It's hideous. Is it a swan or a duck? Because I think I can I can justify why Big might pick this out. Because they just went to the ballet. It's a swan. It's a swan. Did they just see Swan Lake? <laughs> That's what I thought too. But then later it's That's because funny. all his rich friends have these bags. But he could have picked oh, like another right, shape. That's true, you but know. she um, she hates it. And then she's like, I love you. But I think this is Big's I love you because in Friends, Ross gets Carol and a, a ridiculously expensive crystal duck. So I, ducks mean love, people. <laughs> I will say this is not a podcast it's about Friends. It's not a podcast about Friends. <laughs> so I was going to say the same careful. thing. <laughs> it's okay. Um, no, but nine, maybe in the 90s, ducks mean love. It is still a swan, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but she calls Foul. it a duck. But maybe I agree, it does being, look like a swan. Maybe she's just being pejorative. She she hates the gift. She hates it. Yes. But what she says to him is, I love you, instead of anything about the gift. And, importantly, what he says back is, you're welcome, and awkwardly kisses her face. <laughs> face. Like, not her mouth. Like, because sometimes you're like, he right. kissed my yeah. face, and you're like, you made out. Yeah. No, he like literally kisses like some part of her nose. Yeah. Yes. And and then we cut to brunch. Yeah, we cut to brunch, and they're all horrified by this clutch, as they honestly should be, because it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It's so ugly. <laughs> it's also. so ostentatious. And everyone is like, this purse, but what the hell? And Charlotte posits that maybe he thought she said, I love, or he, that she said, I love it. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. He definitely heard me say, I love you, and yeah. definitely kissed me awkwardly on the face. Yeah. And then she says this funny thing that... Not funny, because I've been there. <laughs> so here's the thing, you guys. Well, the funny line is the milk curdling. Oh. That's what I was referring to. Shelf, no, this shelf, is... Yeah. Shelf life of a dairy product. She says... So they ask how long she's going to wait before she's like, really... She she basically gives herself an ultimatum. She's like, either he says it back yeah. or we have to break up. Which is like a ridiculous test and is not fair because people move at different paces. However, However I will say... Yes. I was ready to say I love you to a person. Mm-hmm very not very quickly a reasonable amount of time Mm -hmm. like almost a year and it it took them so long to say it back that I had this conversation with myself I was like if he can't tell me that he loves me in six months like if we've been dating for a year and a half and he cannot tell me he loves me 
what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? And we so had when you're inside of it, it's hard. We had yeah. many conversations about it, and he's just like, yeah. I don't, I can't. I realize wow. it's because he's a sociopath. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> okay, dodge the bullet there. And yeah. so then, but when he did finally say "I love you," like it was like very meaningful, and like I believed it, it obviously. But I was like, I. I was ready to say I love you when we first started dating because like there was this whole drama with everything and it's like quite a lovely story actually until it ends. Um, but <laughs> well, that's a lot more reasonable though because Carrie's funny line is that she says she's giving him basically as long as your dairy products would so like a have weeks. a shelf life. Yeah, if you're lucky, I guess. It's such an interesting contrast too because just from like hanging out with deaf people more frequently than probably the average person. Mm-hmm. In deaf culture, people just throw around the I love you sign all over the place, like mm-hmm. to their second grade teacher, like right. to Well, I think whomever. with so it's theater so people too, like we're, yeah, it's, it's true. very, well, but then with the second person that, mm-hmm. that I, that I said, I love you too. Um, we were kind of like, I said, I love you before because I love you as a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop saying I love right. you, but I'm not sure if I'm in love with you. And right. I, but we still said I love you. Like Yeah, I know how that yeah. goes. Throughout. Too. It's like yeah. a very tricky line, and I think that... You've <sighs> already said it more casually. Because like I think there are... like When you add a physical to an already like intense emotional connection, mm-hmm. like it, you're going to feel it, I think, faster. It's just different, well, too. You it's would just think, like but you maybe yeah. wait, it takes a year, <laughs> year and a half. But whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Who's, well, who's unexpectedly, asking? the only non-cynical person really at this table is Miranda and she's so yeah. freaking cute about Positive Steve. Positive Miranda. She's so darling and they're all like, are you really Happy the one Miranda. championing love right now? <laughs> Carrie, it's a voice over like, can't Also, Tony Award winner Cynthia Nixon doesn't not look like a Keebler elf. That's true. <laughs> They've really not done her any services with this hair. It's like, it's like brassy it's like red. Ra- it's red, but also it's just like weird. Slicked it's like pixie cut, but it's like down bangs. Down like, yeah. It's just There's dumb. no volume to it. So Miranda is with Steve, and she'll only go to places where he can afford because she has the money in the relationship. And she knows that he insists on paying. He's always, he's like, no, no, your money's no good here. Go grab us a bench. And he's so cute in his little accent. I'm a little... But this I'm, plot line gets old real fast. Yeah. I have a question for you mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Do you see how Skipper was a warm-up for Steve? Yes. And also that Miranda's type is people who are obsessed with her. <laughs> uh, yes. Although Skipper was like egregiously so, and and Steve is like a real person. Although I must say I was really disappointed with him at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I, I think Aesthetically I get it as well. I think I get it, and I get it. Glasses. Yeah, right. They actually look really similar. I hadn't <laughs> processed that. I love pizza. Yeah, me too. I had dollar pizza for lunch today. But have you played this, like, on dates, especially, like, first or second dates, too? You've yeah. played this pay game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've played this pay, this pay game I've before. Been, well, it's funny because, so, the person I'm dating now, we've always just split everything kind of without talking about it, and so it was just easy. And then, and now, actually, the deeper into the relationship we are, it's more common that someone will just, like, take it because it just, like, evens out, you know? But it's not a, like, I'm paying for you for this. But then my boyfriend in Ireland was much more like Steve. And like mm-hmm. I don't love this plot line, but I also think this is a really real thing for a lot of guys, especially the gender yeah. thing at play here the is pride. really interesting because that's really what it's about, as they point out later. But Steve is really like he's pretty adamant about this. And like I know my boyfriend would have in Ireland would have felt weird or like threatened or like just like what why is she doing this if yeah. I'd like insisted on paying for something. Yeah. Sometimes we split things, but 
it's definitely it's like hammered into it's one of those things that's just like a learned behavior I think for guys mm-hmm. yeah Sam I take it you're single I am single <laughs> I said that very but just in based on your, <laughs> your stories I've, I've gathered right based on your dating se- uh, sex or trying to yeah. anyway mm-hmm. yes. sent out like 10 messages yesterday seeing if I get Damn. reeling any fish back look at you I know I'll just send in like 15 <laughs> and I'm like well, you matched me mood. why don't you respond to me <laughs> um but so the the whole like Miranda plot of this episode is that she invites Steve to come to this like lawyer event, yeah, like um, nice dinner party thing, which is yeah. a big deal for her. It right. is a big deal for her, and she's like, "You're gonna have to wear a and suit." She doesn't have to pretend to be a lesbian this time, exactly. Yes. But she's like, "You have to wear a which suit." Was a real thing that happened. Do you have a suit? And he was like, "It's golden corduroy," and she was like, ah, "No." <laughs> well, then she goes back to his place for too, the first time. For the first time, which is kind of crazy, and he can tell she's not really into it, and he makes a couple jokes that she like can't tell her jokes. I it's mean, a it's studio. tiny, it's yeah. A studio. And he says, "You know, it's close to the bar. <laughs> it's close to the bar, and it's cheap, and you never have to come here again." Which is sweet. And he, but he doesn't say it in a rude way. He really, he's like, he, in this moment, he's not like making it a thing. He's really just like, I can tell this is not your jam. But your place is better. On what he's wearing right now, I find it so hard to believe he doesn't have like a white button up and just like a plain colored sport coat. Also, the idea that you would have to have a suit. You only have gold corduroy. I mean, I guess. I think you'd have to have a suit. I I guess. Well, for Miranda's job, yeah. That's true. It's true. And that corduroy is really ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gold. Maybe black would fly. Yeah, I work in a lot of them. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a funny and scene. And he's not where Paddington Bear. He doesn't need to dress <laughs> all in corduroy. No, Paddington. He, he does kind of look like Paddington <laughs> Bear. <laughs> this is a really fascinating scene. Here's the thing that I think is interesting. Yes. Just they're all getting pedicures, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Samantha, however, is filing her own nails. <laughs> I noticed that too. In a nail salon, and like she's like, like getting her fingernails. She's like getting a pedicure and like I using the. Too. The nail file That's to really like funny. punctuate, and I'm like, but why are, why are you, you doing, doing that right now? Well, they're all in a long bench together, which is so funny, and they they, sh- they keep shooting to these like four turned around women just doing their feet, which is a weird precursor to what's to come. In this. And Charlotte's like, well, he's not in your level, and you know he's poor. He's middle. He's working class, yeah. and they're like, what? It's the millennium. And she, I yeah. love that. Millennium. It's the Carrie, millennium. You can't just say things like that. Carrie says something, and I wrote. Oh, is Carrie poor? Is Carrie not rich? <laughs> you fooled me. Well, also then Charlotte does this thing where you're like, you're so wrong, but you base your wrongness in these weird nuggets of truth where she's like, yeah. But you're talking about more than a difference in income. You're talking about a difference in background and education. This guy is working class. Working class? Yeah. It's the millennium, sweetie. We don't say things like working class anymore, but you're trying to pretend that we live in a classless society and we don't. She's like, well, it may not be right, but it's still part of society and we all live in it. Yeah. And you're like, well, damn. This is not the first time this has happened for Miranda where like mm-hmm. her being successful and her having money as a single woman has like come to like bite her in the ass like when she was trying to get the apartment or now. Yeah. Or like at work, you know. Have you guys have you guys watched Insecure? Another I haven't HBO. yet, but that's actually next on my list. I am on the second I'm really episode. excited. I've listened to a bunch of interviews with Issa um, Rae and she's so freaking cool. 
Well, just like when you watch it, I see a lot of Charlotte in season one, Molly, who plays Issa's friend. I'm going to put that in my brain. Just in terms of like they have those characters have this idea and picture of what kind of guy they're supposed to be with. And a lot of it is based on like background, education, the type of job Mm -hmm. they have, things like that. And I think those are like. I find myself thinking about that stuff, too, sometimes when I'm swiping on the Bumble. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I have to stop myself from being a snob and being like, no, I, I'm like, did you go to a school, a school that's, yeah. that I think you're smart enough for me? Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, you couldn't afford to go to Princeton. Gotta check that impulse. <laughs> anyway, Charlotte is like, you think we don't live in a class system? And like looks at the women who are giving them pedicures, which becomes a weird precursor in this episode Mm -hmm. everything about the way this plotline is handled is bad i think like what charlotte says it's it like you said is Mm -hmm. nuggeted in so much truth but the ickiness i think feeling that i get from it is the fact that this episode kind of associates that you know class quote class system with people in the service industry or people of color yeah That's literally explicitly and not That's only that not only that they point these things out and then just continue to exploit the system there's no like and maybe this isn't a good thing it's like charlotte's like yeah it's bad but this is the world we live in and then the rest of them proceed to just live in that world i think charlotte no would vote and for then Trump. carrie like bends yeah, down definitely. and says oh thank you for my pedic i know she feels like, so guilty yeah seriously Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it but is an interesting, say, yeah. it, it is an interesting like. And Samantha's like, actually, that's so funny you mentioned that. Ugh. I'm dating a guy with a lit servant. But see, this isn't the first time she's dated someone who has like a housekeeper or someone has who works in the house. Yeah, because that comes with that wealth guy. at a certain point. <laughs> right. And he, but the difference is he didn't have a live-in woman of color mm-hmm. to be totally so subservient like, to him. Super like. Her name is some. We suppose that she is Thai because her boss, Harvey Turkle, makes this comment about not having better food in Bangkok than what right. he's getting. So we like suppose maybe. that. We don't ever we learn don't really anything know. about her. We don't even really <laughs> learn what their arrangement is. But she comes in and like very subserviently serves dinner. Well, it's, it's interesting... Like, we don't even get any information about Harvey either. Usually, Carrie, like, runs through this, like, litany of, you know... Stats. This is, yeah, exactly, the stats. She doesn't even do that. This whole thing is just about this, like, weird triangle that Samantha gets herself into. Uh-huh. It's like, is it a love triangle? What is it? Yes. Yeah. She's dressed up, I feel, very ambiguously. Yeah, I'm not, you know, an expert on traditional tie dress, no. but she's definitely playing the role of that kind of oriental role right yes. where it she's doesn't the feel long they've given hair. her no specificity yeah she's got on sort of a kimono maybe i don't yeah i don't even know but you know it's not like american dress right. very clearly she's othered and you don't know whether or not it's her character doing it on purpose like it's her character's intention or it whether her boss yeah. harvey turkle likes this Yes, right. I agree. Right. And expects it of her. And the other thing is, it seems she doesn't really speak English. Yeah. She has like a, she does a little bit, but she says very little and she has a really heavy accent. And he also is like, her English skills aren't good. Very Which nice. I don't think is that bad. She says all English words. Yeah. Well, I think she true. just has an accent. So Carrie starts pontificating like, are we a... A caste Can we date system outside of our caste like, system. I was like, oh. which is a really upsetting way to phrase 
question that yeah. kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Because what she's asking is like, people sort out into different levels in lots of different ways, whether consciously or not. And a lot of those are like societally backed up. And she often feels like she's on a different level than big. And mm-hmm. under him. And that, and that becomes like in this episode really exacerbated. Because everything Carrie does is really exacerbated. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's interesting because she in some ways kind of reacts the way that um, Steve does. Yeah. Where she like lashes out back at him. Well, the lower, mm-hmm. the lower state, right. the lower class, the lower, um, Wow, I really status. Yeah. Person. Yeah. And and like Carrie now feels that she has to overcompensate, I think. And so Big brings up the night he gave her the purse and she's like He does the dickest thing. He dick. knows what he's doing. The way he says this Listen, there's something I've been meaning to tell you ever since the night I gave you the purse. You can take it back if you don't like it. Because that to me feels pretty deliberate. He knows she said it and he didn't say it back. Like he's yeah. fully aware of that. And so to be like, there was a thing I want to tell you about the other night. You can return that bag if you don't want it. Yeah. But remember what he says before that? Tell me. <laughs> when he talks about, he talks about going to a villa in Italy yeah. with his ex-wife and a, instead of a girl. Well, he also refers to her as the, the ex. ex. And I was like, we know her name. We've literally met her. <laughs> Carrie's met her. Carrie was a crazy person about it. But he's like, I would love to go to Italy with someone I actually like. <laughs> and it's like, Bleh. but I think that's his kind of leading up I think, to. I, I think love you're you right. Moment. I think these are big gestures. The problem is, I think I fundamentally dislike the way Big that's like, expresses himself. Yeah. But I, you're right, and I can see like he does at different moments in this try, and he's really sweet. Yeah, unfortunately, the package it comes I, in know, is seen him in other instances. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then this plot line: Wiley Ford, celebrity, because uh, this is a class, a cast above all casts. People right. who get cast, the movie stars. Movie stars. But um, but Wiley um, Ford is my one D, my Liam Payne. <laughs> I wrote. While he's Payne. bad, I know he's. He, yeah. I know he's not the brightest crayon. I wrote in Wiley, the box, Wiley but Ford. I would go in that car. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's Me my too. type, and I hate myself. He kind of is like the more this went on, the more I was like Ashton Kutcher light. He has that kind of like mm, uh, with, oh, mixed with like Jason Sudeikis. Yes, I see that for sure. When they're in the club specifically, I see Adam. Uh, but the, it's Ashton Kutcher, Ast- mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher, and Jason Sudeikis. Yes. So Wiley Ford, movie star, comes into a Charlotte's gallery and asks about this piece of art, and you guys. Which is? The fire extinguisher. <laughs> the literal fire extinguisher. And he goes, why don't you close the gallery early and uh, come hang out? He says, you're adorable. And so they cut to them making out in... A limo. In his limo. He has champagne, and he calls her Charlene, and she corrects oh. him, and he says, I prefer Charlene. <laughs> so gross. And then he makes the driver pull over so we can pee in an alley. Pee, that was one word. Yeah. Pee in an alley. Pee in an alley. <laughs> Take a leak, he says. Take yeah. a leak. Which is my least favorite uh, euphemism for pee. Yeah. Like I'd rat. I hate. Kind of sounds like you're just like opening something and just letting it leak out. Trickle. I think that's what it is meant. Charlotte's wearing this like baby pink dress. She's such an angel, which I think is setting her up to play that like fan Virgin girl. Whore, yeah. yeah. Like oh, I'm in the entourage. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing this Groupie. pink innocent girly dress. Okay, but you know what's interesting is Carrie's like get out. She calls Carrie from the limo and. And Carrie's like, like, listen to me, where I am. get out of there, get out of there. And we never find out why Carrie says that. Right. Well, what Charlotte says is, I know I'm breaking all my rules. And I think maybe what's inferred is that Carrie's just like, this is so far outside of your usual. And maybe she knows he's oh, bad, you, bad see, news. I was like, oh, mm. Carrie's us. Like, we know, like, we've heard rumors about, like, people who are, right. who are like, 
other actors who are like have an X amount of success who like become icky. I was like, oh, Carrie's us. Like, right. Carrie knows because she's in this world. Do and, you think and Carrie knows with. Wiley? Maybe. Do you think she's met him? Do you Adjacent? think she's well, she slept like with him? him? No, she like I, writes. I don't think she's probably slept with him because they'd all know. Mm. But maybe she like has come across his path and like knows he has this reputation and knows X, Y, Z. Yeah. I wish we had gotten a scene mm. of Carrie being like, oh yeah, he's done so yeah. much and such. With but Charlotte amazing. doesn't listen to her. Oh no. Also, Charlotte's- these cell phones are changing the game, calling changing each other from the, the car. Game. It's amazing. So. So cut across town. Samantha is waking up in her... Bo's house. Bo's house. Harry, is that his name? Harvey. 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 Sorry. Who we don't know, know literally nothing about in a terrible brown uh, oh yeah, you're right. shirt it's, and brown tie. And Harvey's like, I'm going to work. Stay here. Some will make you breakfast. Um, and she's like, what? No, she doesn't have to do that. And he talks her into it. And he's like, and he how says, do you know like she eggs? loves it? Yes. She likes it. Which is it. automatically like hair raising kind yes. of. Yes. Okay, lazy boss. Out of bed. Excuse me? Ah, Bob, must wash sheets. Okay. Should, should I have my breakfast in the dining room or... Breakfast? I got no time to make breakfast. Got a lot of work to do around here. So we're just straight up demonizing her immediately? She just, like, goes at Samantha, and it's like... What is happening here? I'm just like, why? I don't... It's just bad writing. I kind of love it, though. Really? <laughs> yeah, talk... No, tell me. Tell us. Well... You know, obviously it's icky that Harvey assumes his person he presumably pays, hopefully, enjoys making breakfast for you don't know how many guests he's having or how frequently. Totally. So she's like, Like the old guy making you breakfast. We don't know. Yeah, right. He could do this every day. We Mm -hmm. don't know. And then I kind of love how she comes in. The one thing that I was like, you need to wash the sheets while the woman is still in the bed. Like, I get it. Be like, right. please leave. Like, I'm not going to make you breakfast. But I was a little astounded that she was, like, ripping the sheets. I mean, she, like, goes off on her. Well, it is it is kind of, it's like, it's weird writing because there are nuggets in it where you're like, yeah, she probably does have a billion things to do and probably does need to get her day started. But we're never going to address that. Samantha's going to have no knowledge of that. Instead, yeah. we're just going to see outbursts. Also, it's not like yeah. Samantha was actively, like, rude to this woman. Like, I, th- you know, like, yeah, I don't it's, think it's, it's interesting that she immediately, like, how many women do you think she's brought in that she's had to, like... Well, something that is interesting is I think right before that scene takes place, Samantha, like, stretches in bed and she's thinking about... And the, Carrie's voiceover is like, Samantha would never have a servant, but she decided she was totally fine with a boyfriend who had one, which is kind of, like peak white feminism when you're like oh yeah conceptually terrible but like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to condemn anyone I know for engaging in these bad things you're just like Samantha you're being you're putting no effort into even just like thinking about what's happening treating a person like someone's Netflix password yeah Yeah, like I'm not going to get my own Netflix password but I'm okay with borrowing (laughs) the person I'm seeing My ex-boyfriend and I had a deal that as long as I could keep his mom's Hulu password, he could keep my Xfinity account. Like, after we broke up, we were like... Oh, amazing. I mean, I I don't use hers anymore. I use someone else. Right. You moved on. (laughs) But I wonder if he still uses mine. I'm going to text him. It's a good idea. Also, Harvey (laughs) never gives... He he tells Samantha, some will cook you breakfast. She loves doing it. Mm -hmm. He takes her fake order, like, in this weird, you know... Um, role play way yeah. and then he never tells some what she wants That's for breakfast true. he just says take care of samantha and that could have meant get her out of the apartment because yeah. i'm they could have her. an agreement you're totally right oh my god i bet they do she works for her yeah my whole theory is that they like well, are in love well my theory would be the darker side of that which is that he 
does whatever he wants because he can't really have consent yeah. and you like own and sort I of share own my another person. With person. <laughs> yeah. So I would imagine if it was sexual it would be him assuming that was part of his duties and her being like I'm naive, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Because I can see that too. I just immediately was like, I don't know anything about this guy and I don't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. adds to it. That's so interesting. I didn't even think about that. That he could be like, get this woman out. Yeah, we don't know. So now we have kind of the crux of like the hard Miranda Steve issue of this episode. They're fitting. He, she's L woodsing him and is like, and is like, I'm in a, I, they're like, he's like trying on this suit and he's like, she's like <laughs> taking, taking it like a man. Um, and she's like, sipping wine water coiling and, like, and is like oh yeah we gotta keep the shoes make the cuff this way yeah. like Miranda's like revealing her like her cast right in quotes right um her comfort level in a suit store and he's like her knowledge of all of this like and Steve is so fashion. cute he's like it's weird how good I look yeah and, <laughs> and then he's then, like oh I guess we're keeping the shoes and Samantha's like or fuck <laughs> and Miranda's Miranda. like it's my treat and he's like no which Absolutely I'm, not. And then she like really, really tries and his credit card gets declined and they go through this whole back and forth about it. And then, well, after she tries and he's clearly not going to and the credit card gets declined, she's like, try one of mine. And he's like, no. And she's like, okay, why don't you just not get the suit? Because she feels bad she's yeah. walked him into this. Like the last thing she wanted was for him to insist on paying $800 for a suit, which 20 years ago was like, what, a $3,000 suit? Yeah. Well, it ends up being like, what, $1,800? That's what yeah. I mean. So like 20 years plus is, I don't know. Yeah. And can they not rent a suit? That's what right. I don't... Mm. Yeah, just rent, rent the runway. Come they on. buy it. <laughs> you know, before these brilliant internet businesses. I was kind of like... Sorry, 90s. Steve, why are you being so, like... I But again, like, I don't like the plot line, but, like, I see this happen in real life. Yes, you know, yes. I think... And so I imagine 20 years ago, it's only more intense. And he probably already felt insecure about this, mm-hmm. especially if she, like, doesn't come to his apartment. And, like, I... This is how I felt at Northwestern, was I came to Northwestern and, like, my eyes were open in a lot of ways. And I was also like, oh, my God, there are so many people with money in a way that I, like, didn't even know was real. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. there were a lot of experiences as a student. I just, like, couldn't participate in them the same way because I couldn't buy into them in the same way and so like in some ways I get this because that feel it's really easy to start feeling resentful and so like not even just in a romantic setting like there's a lot of pride associated with it and in some ways it's like fun to you know ride people's coattails when they want to but then also you start you whether or not you want the gift like inherently you start feeling bad and like there's this weird power imbalance and like mm-hmm. you can't give it back in the same way so like I get it but I also I mean the way I mean the way he takes it is really over the top and it only escalates yeah. from here um, my ex doesn't use my ex fin anymore so. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> you for I'm so glad we cleared that we up balanced, we balanced that out that's funny um, but yes I, I agree with you because it's, it's I get it it's it, hello trucks it's unfortunate he takes it really as far as he does it's too much but like well and then he's like his cards declined so he's like okay I'm gonna write you put 800 on my card I'm gonna write you a check for a thousand and we'll put the rest on which I was also like wait that's eighteen hundred dollars there's no rest to pay him cash the shoes oh maybe maybe good call yeah um so we cut to this party with Big and Carrie and it's someone it's an Upper East Sider named Serena. And I was like, is this the original Gossip Girl? And <laughs> Carrie's wearing this like weird pattern dress and she just like doesn't look like she fits. Also, her hair has been so straight in that like 2000 way uh-huh. this whole episode. All these women are carrying these bedazzled purses. Serena Bush. Um, oh, 
Nope, I forgot. Well, Carrie knew her in high school and says she was famous for her dad, her, her dad's money yeah. and her relationship with drug dealers. And now she's fam- Now she um, has her husband's money and is famous with her relationship with a movie star or something. Yeah, maybe I forget exactly. But basically, she's defined by her money. And Carrie already feels out of place, and she realizes all these women have these purses that Big got her. And that's and then, when she's like, "Wow, I realize he doesn't know me at all. Yeah. He just bought this for me because." Everyone in his cast was buying it. Right. Yeah. And I think also she's like that, you know, we came to this party and that like he thought I'd fit in here. Just like everything about it, she feels like he doesn't know who she is. And she orders a red wine and the, the <laughs> waiter, whatever, is Caterer. like, is like uh, we don't serve brown liquids, only clear. Well, because Serena's like, uh, watch my white carpets, watch my white yeah. carpets. <laughs> Which So this makes me think this no brown food or drink thing is mm-hmm. it a no brown people thing right too? also probably but oh, then wait, actually, i looked and i saw some that? token was people that? of yeah. color there's literally in this shot <laughs> like a maybe latina woman <laughs> oh i thought maybe a uh, middle eastern oh interesting sure she is kind of a token though right there and then, but then carrie gets kicked out for smoking and she's like i was ousted from the fanciest levels it's like well i don't know if you are smoking in my fancy apartment i'd probably tell you to go to the terrace too like in my apartment which is not that fancy yeah. i'd kind of be yeah. like just like try to keep it outside yeah like especially Please. cigarettes cigarettes they, they we've talked about them. this that's what sticks around um yeah. but <laughs> carrie's whole playing the victim thing oh, too really rubs me the wrong way she sets these like she goes on the terrace of her own free will nobody yeah. did, like she was like, like you just need not to leave. All, all this, one, like, not yeah. to, like, defend this woman because I don't think that she's, like, a good woman. Yes. But Serena. she's, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, this yeah, one no. thing. I'm, like, yeah, no smoking in the totally. house. Fine, fine, fine. And, it's not and like she's, she's, like, if you want to smoke, smoke on the terrace. Yeah. She and Carrie goes, well, that's where you'll find me. Yeah. And, like, huffs and puffs off, literally puffs Which, off. when she did this, I was, like, she's going to be pissed that Big doesn't come outside yeah. with her. This like, everything she does is, you can see the test she's setting up and yeah. that he's not going to follow through. So we've seen one level of cast, and then we go to Charlotte, who's, like, smoking pot with Wiley Ford and a She's bomb. like, I didn't know weed was legal in um, restaurants. And he's like, it's not. And he's picked up this whole posse. Yeah, his entourage. And I said, I was like, oh, I'm like really, I really hope that like if people we know become that famous that they don't become like that. And then I, I thought about how sad I was that Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris are getting I oh, know. I really This was a been. devastating week for love yeah. in pop culture. The other day I was like, well, if Chris Pratt let me down, at least Per Maglin never will. He <laughs> <laughs> was in the shower. Fictional character. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it going. Um, it made me really sad. So Samantha is now at, at dinner. And she asks Harvey. She's like, after you left, all this weird stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, her English isn't very good. Well, you she's misunderstood. Like, she was very rude to me. Yeah, she doesn't give some any benefit of the doubt whatsoever and expects Harvey, I think, to, like, rush to her defense, maybe? Uh-huh. Some was rude, but I think the weirdness comes from he goes, oh, no, 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 her English isn't very good. Right, and we're like, no, we know that's <laughs> Anything not true. Anything of her intention I put this quote in is it. bandied by the fact that her English isn't very good. Well, so it's also, what's interesting about a loaded thing like him saying she doesn't speak English very well, it's like, he must know that she does... And so if he does, why is he lying? And if he doesn't, are we really 
really gonna like paint this character that way with absolutely no context this is but like she's like the first person of color in the dark is this the first like asian speaking role in the series I yes think, percent. oh yeah. i think maybe one of the power lesbians they're one of the power lesbians mm-hmm. who host power lesbians in heavy quotes who hosted the party was well i was gonna say asian that was that woman. those were our first like people of color with speaking lines and this is the second yeah like, except for that the and bus boy they called the pakistani bus boy asian people of color have only been portrayed in a negative light yeah that woman too yeah well the thing is like they cap off that scene with samantha in that like terrible pun about her name is sum and carrie says yeah oh samantha figures out that sum she wasn't so dim yeah. and it's like it's a bad pun on dim sum <laughs> yeah dim sum is a chinese <laughs> <Yep>. meal <laughs> sum yep. is supposed to be thai <laughs> Gross homogenization of all like of that just happens all the time anyway in American media of sure. Asian cultures and yeah. peoples mm-hmm. and foods. Yeah. And like the whole thing of dim in the English language meaning not smart. Right. To assume non English speaking is not smart. Not smart. The it's like it's like it feels like the writers weren't even trying to be as offensive as they ended up being. Yeah. Because there's just this, like, laziness about it and laziness about the storyline where you're, like, especially watching this maybe with 20 years more context mm-hmm. or just more, like, dialogue at least, is, like, what? <laughs> so many parts of this. <laughs> I wanted to know who wrote this episode specifically. It was Darren Star. Did Darren oh, Star write all episodes? No. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I think the best ones are the ones written by women. <laughs> I would assume that's true, yeah. apparently. So, Carrie is now on the terrace, and her friend, who is a caterer who's working... As he, he was a friend from also from high school, but who's now working as a caterer. I don't know where Maybe he not got high school. school. Maybe I just imagine that. Um, and but she's known him for a while. And they have an intense flirtation. And honestly, watching them, Carrie, be interested in flirt with him was more interesting than I've been in interested than I've been in her and big in a long time mm-hmm. but he's like I have a new tattoo and, and it's, it's like right, right over, over his dick. dick and she's like how far down does it go and he's like pretty far and he they ha- they set up this unbelievable scene where he like unbuckles his pants and pulls them sort of open and Carrie like leans down in front of him and Serena walks out of the doors and is like <clears throat> what's this blowjob I see and like mm-hmm. runs immediately mm-hmm. to big and big is like are you giving a blowjob on the terrace? And Carrie's like, fuck you, man. Well, he <laughs> says to the caterer, and she's like, he wasn't a caterer, because I guess he wasn't. Yeah. Well, he is a caterer he, at this party. Oh, right. But first but of all, she's he's, like, he's, he's a, a performance, performance artist. artist. <laughs> so she's like feeling very prideful yes. about like being an artist yes. in, a, in an environment that she's not comfortable Which, in. Which, that's the defensiveness I can recognize. I was like, Carrie, you live on the Upper East Side. Yeah. Uh, to imagine that she is like poor by any stretch of the imagination yeah. is kind of ridiculous and she doesn't she refer to big like doesn't jeremiah the performance artist slash caterer mm-hmm. ask her oh are you friends with these people are you here with any sub? she's she refers to big as some guy some doesn't guy. she yeah she's like almost equally embarrassed yeah she doesn't well it's an interesting thing also because then it's how like, long have they been dating over a year so and but she's trying line. to get some guy well, probably, to say i love probably you. a year and a half total at this point if at least Honestly, because the first time was a if year. If anybody wants to make together, me a timeline, we'll appreciate please, it deeply. Please send it, it to me. It still doesn't make sense. We just know it's spring. It's spring. That's all. All we know for sure. We know they dated for a year when season two started, and now it's spring. Yep. What time of year it was when this show, when this season started? It might have been spring also. <laughs> it could just be permanently spring in New York. 
they are all dressed for different occasions at all times. They're always wearing a coat, but it's also unclear if the coat is for like early fall or early spring. <laughs> also, true. when is it winter? Never. It's definitely snowed in some That's point. That's true. When she kissed the Yankee, did it snow? No. Never no. mind. No, she just that cried. was like opening weekend, right? So that was probably oh, yeah, that like, was like, oh, yeah. like so, spring. So s- oh, good. And that was 10 episodes ago. So that makes no sense. <laughs> so it's been another year, <laughs> presumably. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't even assume that. So they've been dating for two years total. I hate and it all. Shit. Yeah, it do- that doesn't make sense to That's me. That's a long ass time. It is. And I would be and she only And he slept at her place for the first time like last episode. Yeah, but was that a week ago? Or was that six months, <laughs> six ago? months ago? Great question. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Um... But but it is interesting from like the other end of the spectrum, not the like wealthy elites, like obviously it's not classism in the same way, but there is a, a, almost a distaste. I feel like when you're among people who are like, if you don't have a lot of money and you're around other people and you're either like have friends who do or are attached to someone or you start to make money, that almost becomes like a weird, shameful thing too, because the, because it's like inherently associated with the idea that with money comes class or like you think you're better or because like it's just money is just so complicated from many ends of the spectrum Mm -hmm. I think and so Carrie almost has this weird like with the caterer when she's like he's just some guy like she almost doesn't want it she wants to be on that on the on his level at that moment anyway across town Miranda She's late to her dinner, and Skipper shows up and nope. does... Nope, breaks my Wow, teeth. you put it in my head, and now I can't unsee it, and I'm kind of mad about it. I'm really, really sorry. Skipper's well, brother, Steve. Well, it's also, I love Steve so much. Oh, my God, that would be a plot twist. <laughs> I love Steve so much, but this was... And he's only no. been here for two episodes, but this is, like, rough. No, this was terrible. He opens the door. He's not in his suit. He returns it, which you're like, okay, you could have just returned it, but then he... It's like, we can't be together because you need someone, you need on, your someone level. on your level, and which is goes, kind of a cop-out. Miranda, you need to be with a guy who's more on your level. It's still worth even that story with you. And I feel good about myself. Look, I think you're an incredible lady. You want to break up with me over a suit? Fuck the suit. It's not just the suit. There's always going to be things out of my reach. She gets kind of emotional. I mean, of course she does. But she's like, fuck that. Fuck the suit. Fuck you breaking up with me because of this. And he does it, like, what, half an hour before her dinner? That's a dick move. I don't care how nice Steve is and how, like, self-deprecating he is in the way he delivers his apology. This is a dick move. Steve, you're a dick in this moment. In this moment. Also, you had the suit. You could have fucking gone to dinner and then returned it and been like, I realized this doesn't work. So the next thing is a breathtaking performance. (laughs) And how did he return the suit if they had it custom tailored is my question, too. Yeah, me too. I don't think that's possible. Well, she goes to dinner and she's just like clearly out of it. She's like standing there with a cocktail and some lawyers are talking to her and she's like miserable because fucking Steve. Yeah. And do you think she also RSVP'd we can't just let her be dinner. happy for the whole episode? No. Miranda well, she breaks up with better. him. They break up. He breaks up with her. That's what I'm saying. Can't we just let them have one whole episode? Because last time was cute, but there was, you know, they had There's their trials. Issues. I just want people to be happy. I think. We, <laughs> well, then it's not good TV. I know, but happy I like happy Miranda. Good TV. Carrie's angsty enough for everyone. Mm. Uh, <laughs> nope, that's the end of Steve. <laughs> Bye, Steve. Shut up. He had a good three episode arc, and Don't now he's gone. Don't talk to me. Bye, Steve. I'm Go. not a fool. He flies to Chicago, and then he becomes he's a firefighter. Chicago Fire with your <laughs> that's brother. Right. He is in that. <laughs> Steve. Brooks Brothers on that too, Does he so still we actually have, have a Steve connection. Oh, really? Is that is that New York accent like real? 
uh, I don't, um, I don't watch. Does he speak that way on Chicago Fire? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your answer. Oh, we, don't know. we shall find out, Brooke's brother. Alex? I literally wrote, oh my God, Steve, don't do that. No, don't do it. And then in all caps, fragile masculinity. <laughs> fragile masculinity. Mm. Oh, also, we about Jeremiah's yoink, yoink, yoink. I want to fuck him so on Jeremiah, the terrace. Jeremiah. The tattooed caterer. Who's oh, also he's a pretty, performance he's real cute. I was like, please be my boyfriend. You're poor and you're in. What was that tattoo? I didn't even process oh, it. Oh, I didn't. Something ugly. You Something said it was awful. a dragon. I thought oh, it was a right, dragon right, right, too. Right, right. I was like, does it look like my tattoo? And then I was like, I hope it doesn't look like my tattoo. Side <laughs> note, I tweeted this the other day, but I love, I actually am at the point where like not knowing anything about Game of Thrones, but trying to absorb as much like <laughs> information as I can about it is so fun for me because I have the craziest idea of how this all is, and I someday I'll watch it and I'll know. Uh-huh. But I just saw an out of context. The only thing I'm sure about is that Arya is my daughter. I don't know anything about the character. I just know she I would be like my now. child. I oh wait, she, she you would don't just, mean doppelganger. Oh, she could literally. I think actually be my na- my daughter. Now that you <laughs> mention I mean, it, I really see. I mean, spiritually, I just like from what I've gleaned about the show, I'm sure of that. But I think I you, she gives me Catelyn vibes. I can't wait to know what this means. Um, I was told that Arya is the character I would be. You okay. also kind of look like Arya. Well, I got well this. she is my favorite just from is her personality. She? Maisie Williams is a fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. That's Friend of the podcast. She's, <laughs> she's she probably, yeah, the fiercest, I think especially that's the why. first couple of seasons. I think I just seasons. have gleaned that. But yesterday I saw a tweet that was someone saying, it didn't even mention Game of, Thro- Game of Thrones, but it just out of context said, are we just not going to talk about the fact that there's a dragon called Dragon? <laughs> and it made me laugh so much. And so you just brought up the dragon tattoo. I don't know. And and I watch Game of Thrones. And I don't know any of the characters' names. I know. I have been watching. So many I'm gonna have to start like a fucking flow chart when I start it. Uh huh. I've been watching with Johnny and Johnny and be like, oh, Brorg, oh, Glorg, and oh, Glorg, Glorg. And I'm like, they're all IKEA furniture names. And I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, weird face guy from this place. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, ugly this person. That's yeah. what I'm most anxious about. The reason, literally, the one reason I haven't started is no, no, is because I watch TV so distractedly, and that's why I go back to like my favorites, like Thirty Rock in the Office and. Parks and Rec like, oh, and our stretch development you can, you'll, because be I fine. like to like background noise it and I'm like if I don't pay attention yeah. to this I'm gonna have no fucking my idea problem what's going is on. I watched it so fast that I'm like huh yeah yeah <laughs> I'll be like, that's what I'll do too I'm gonna this binge character in and John no be like you on. know from the second season when this happened and I'm like Hodor Ho- Ho- what? <laughs> all I know is Hodor yep oh okay anyway 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 back to so the, the Charlotte's uh, outfit it's like Claire's accessories she feels like she's become girl. their like waitress like and she basically has I love it she climbs back over to her spot next to him and this is so fucking brazen okay he's like Charlene Ugh. I want you to do something for me I want you to go to the ladies room stick your finger in your pussy come back let me smell it. I just couldn't believe how brazen this was for 20 it's years ago. It's awful. It's yeah. awful. I hated it so much. Well, also, like, you the, the thing is, like, even if these two people were in a, like, committed relationship and, like, exploring something sexy, it's kind of gross and would be still fucking crazy to say online and on TV. Charlotte, I like how Charlotte, too, was just kind of like... <laughs> yeah, I know her reaction to this is amazing. She's like, bye. She literally gets up and she's like, no, I don't think so. Brooklyn and she is, leaves. And then she looks at all of them and she gives them this, like, yeah. are you serious? And Brooklyn she kind of laughs. Really oh, and bumping. he gives her the hand. I know. <laughs> he's like, leaves. all right, bye. Um, and then a really fucking crazy thing I did not expect to happen happens. Oh, I called this. I mean, I've seen it. You've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen this season in a long time. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. just so funny. Um, also, she, this body language. 
Well, so they're walking. So Carrie, Carrie and, and Caterer Boy. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, That's which his, is what they're singing going down the street. Jeremiah. Yep. And they're clearly very, very drunk. And she says something about after you got kicked out of the party. Fired. He got fired. Fired. Yeah. Fired. Fired. Well, because Big's like, let's just go. And Carrie's like, I'm having a good time. I'm going to stay. I'm and I'm like, going to stay. I was like, Carrie, are you having a good time? No, it, but I think that's part of the weird class pride thing where she's like, no, I have a point to prove and fuck you, Big. And yeah. also, I feel uncomfortable and want to prove I can be here. So many Liz Lemon eye rolls at Carrie yeah, in this I episode. Know. Yeah. It's a With lot. my whole head. It's a lot. Rolling my eyes. She, um, goes they're like laughing and like holding hands and giggling with each other and then she tries to go up the stairs and she's like oh i don't live here and, and then, then they, she, make out. they make out on the street and then they go up the stairs to her place and she says and that's the last thing i remember da, 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 da. exactly so morse Sam- code samantha wakes up i guess harvey whatever his last name is is good at sex <laughs> yeah i guess he's got it she's pace. there more than once mm-hmm. so sh- he goes into the shower and some comes in and picks up a condom wrapper and is like you nasty girl nasty nasty you cock-sucking whore <laughs> i thought what is this audition like for this I know, poor right? Asian yeah. woman to have to go in and like degrade herself in this way? Yeah, this was unfortunate that her character has to slut shame Samantha. Yeah. And that sh- we assume she doesn't know what's happening in the bedroom already. Right. She's got to go in and find a condom oh, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, so they start tugging on the sheets. Samantha's like, what on earth? And some like falls to the ground. And as the guy as Harvey opens the door and Sam is like, oh, she hit me. That lady, lady hit me. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking like that? Because oh, and then Harvey's like, like coddling her like a child. And she smiles at Samantha. A weird it's sexual so weird. slave child. You're like, maybe it is, is both of them, but if so, that is even worse writing than yeah. what's happening on the screen. Uh, uh. It's so strange. Well, so, so Carrie wakes up in bed and first of all, we can't, tell if if um bullfrog is still in bed with her or not <laughs> but the phone rings it's big and they have this conversation and he says that listen i know what you're really pissed off about but it's just something i've got to do in my own time well i fucking love you all right you know i do um, and I honestly, it's so sweet. I was really endeared to Big at this moment. I was too, Me because too. it's be, well, because it's so honest. It's real, and you're like, this took a minute, but also Carrie didn't let you take a fucking minute. I also totally understand like the need to like not look someone in the eye when you're having this conversation with them. Yeah. Um, just to like, I remember with my high school boyfriend who's now engaged uh, to another woman, mm-hmm. a girl. I mm-hmm. don't know because he's mm-hmm. younger than me, so mm-hmm. I feel like saying girl. Uh, she's also younger than him even, so girl. Girl, um, okay. I'm doing great. Um, and I had to tell him something, and I we were face. We were uh, eye chat, video chatting, uh-huh. because it was, uh-huh. you know, 2009. Um, and I was like, I just need you to, I need to say this thing, and I can't look at you, and I'm just going to say it. And so, like, I'm definitely, and I remember doing that with my ex-boyfriend, too, just being like, wow. I'm going to be like, Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to say the thing I don't want to say because I can't look at you while I say it. So I like, totally understand where Big is coming yeah. from with like, mm-hmm. making it a phone call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the phone's their thing. They leave voice messages for each other. It's throughout the series. That's their connection. Yeah. That's where they can be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Is on the phone. And he calls her. You know, it's his initiative. He clearly feels bad about the night before. And mm-hmm. he's like, are we okay? And also, Jeremiah wakes up and starts speaking. And Carrie, like, slaps a hand over his mouth. <laughs> That's... Carrie feels so slimy to me in that moment. Well, all of it. And of course, she feels so slimy. You know what feels slimy to me? The way she ends it. 
Everything before I love you doesn't count. She says, I never told Mr. Big about it because I decided everything before I love you doesn't count, which uh, is asinine. And also, you already yeah. said I love you. So what about the times I've b- b- between you saying I love you and him saying I love you? Yeah. yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really rough. Well, is like she hangs up the phone. also had an Asian tattoo on his shoulder. Yeah, of course he did. Classic. Cue for you. Um, I know. Yes, but really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um before or after she hangs up the phone she turns to jeremiah and she's like did we and he's like absolutely not she's like i didn't think so but you're like you made out with him on the street you slept in a bed together and you just without even she agonizes over everything and in a span of 30 seconds she's like i never am gonna tell big never did never will feel bad about it but no harm no foul bye and if you know if i go to a party and the person that i go with ends up on a terrace with their face in someone else's crotch, <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to have Feel not questions great about it. like big. Yeah. And especially if we go to my friend's party, yes. all Carrie does at that party is belittle and insult. She did at least know the woman his before. Friend, but yeah. yeah, but Carrie's being a bitch. She is being she a bitch. Is. And he calls her on it and she's like, I'm not a bitch. It's just my personality. Yeah, it's just or It's me. just who I am. Um, like, you don't just go insult, even if you know the person, you don't go insulting someone's Bad friend. Because she doesn't know her well. No. So. What was your cue, Brooke? I don't remember. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Who did you yeah. resonate with? Oh, man. Well, as I said a couple of times in this, like, I didn't particularly resonate with her, but I sort of, like, understood the root of Carrie's deal in this uh, in terms of or the root of the like of Carrie and Steve's deal in this the like coming at it from a, uh-huh. a, a money standpoint but more specifically um just to be fair you are totally welcome to resonate with someone who isn't the four women like you can resonate oh, with yeah, Steve we've and, never done that before yeah but I guess I just did yeah yeah <laughs> I do that's totally kosher I feel oh I remember my cue oh good well done um just really quick yeah, yeah, on yeah. a scale of one to ten uh-huh. how culturally insensitive like how how Ooh. how good is this episode stand in 2017 and i give it a two yeah for that plot line just for the literally the sum plot there, plot line there is not one. much redeeming about it honestly yeah it just reads like lazy writing okay sorry sorry back to okay. back to you oh no Steve. i want to hear answers do you have a rating oh <laughs> rating um mm. I guess. For 2017. Are we compare like the scale, does that compare to current media that exists in 2017? I think or probably. Like your, oh. The hard thing for me about this is like, I have a feeling, I know for a fact there are some episodes that are in some ways more intense and bad than this. I just think as a, as a total so episode, just, the writing just, is bad, the plot lines are bad. Yeah. It's bad too. <laughs> but like, were this to be plopped, sometimes we're like, would this be plopped in 2017? And not necessarily would it be bad, but like, would the storyline still make sense? And I think this is one of those where if you plopped it in 2017, people would be like, I'm sorry, who let this be on television? <laughs> you know? Ooh, I think if we plop this in 2017, a plot I, rating. <laughs> yep. I would love to see, you know, when I watched this, I was like, Samantha should have dated an Asian guy in this series. I would mm. have loved to hear her talk about sex with an Asian guy Whoa. and how Do any smooth of his chest is <laughs> and how she, she loves have. slipping and sliding on oh his, like, She absolutely <laughs> would have. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or if the celebrity, the celebrity could be, like, a K-pop star for Charlotte. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. very topical Charlotte for right now a K-pop star. I speaking see of 2017 I, I know there's one called 17 that's all I know uh, <laughs> BTS that's one yes 
Yes, that's Oh, one. are you in the d- 1D who went to K-pop? I am not, but I know people who <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, that's the same. Are you me. into hockey? <laughs> Where do you I'm fall? Not into hockey. Ooh, I went from 1D probably to Hamilton. And then... That's a, I guess I kind of did too. I didn't like obsess, but like I really got deep into Hamilton last year. Yeah. Anyway. That makes sense to yeah. me. Who did, Sam, who did you resonate with? Um, is it too easy that to resonate with some? <laughs> no, I think you absolutely no, should. Bring that. it. Tell it to us more. Yeah, yeah. Unpack that. Put the clothes back in the dresser. Okay. <laughs> Given she is a little bit crazy, like why is she going in the bedroom when she knows they're having sex? Yeah. Why does she pretend to know that they're not having sex and mm-hmm. feel the need to slut shame Samantha? That's a weird thing. But that feels more like the writer's fault than like <laughs> something they tried to. Anyway, yeah. yeah sorry. But I love. Um, the fact that she needs the sheets clean because <laughs> I have this compulsive desire to have clean sheets as well. Mm-hmm. Especially I have after someone. sex. Yeah. 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 But even if you just have someone sleep over. Yeah. Oh, even if it's like my platonic friend who shares yeah. a bed. I'm like, you need to take a shower before you sleep in my bed. I need a clean bed. Wow. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. So you totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that. That's and that so resonates with me. And like, even though some's character is like poorly written has no dimension we can't really deny the fact that the stories exist totally and i think like the best um the best argument for that um i distinctly remember eva longoria Mm -hmm. at the time when she was producing devious maids Mm -hmm. i Mm. loved devious maids i also love couldn't get into it (laughs) i couldn't get into devious maids but i love that you did um, well, you know, Devious Maids, um, Eva Longoria as producer, she got a lot of flack from making a show about Latina women being cast as maids mm. um, and that whole stereotype. But um, if you watch the show, it is Jane the Virgin before Jane the Virgin in terms oh. of using the telenovela tropes in oh, such amazing. smart ways. I really love Jane, Jane the, the Virgin. Virgin. Love it. The fact that I didn't get to see Rogelio as the dad of Mamma Mia is <laughs> just, I'll never get over it. <laughs> And, like, uh, her argument for it was, these stories exist by yeah. telling me that I can't make this show. You tell me that these stories don't, don't matter exist. and they need yeah. to be yeah. told. No, she's a cool homie. So like, That's a great point. And I think what's maybe so egregious about this is that they tell the story and do it absolutely no service. They yeah. don't discuss it in any real way. They and they villainize her. Yeah. yeah. But it it's true just to, I mean, the worth of having a story is that you, you are telling a story. Yeah. So if this came in pairing in 2017 with like, oh, plot B, sums, you know, Mm -hmm. and being, you know, kept captive by Harvey Turkle. Or some kind of weird sum. And he bought her on the internet because, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can be in love if someone bought you on the internet. Well, Stockholm Syndrome. That's true, which could be very true. Wow. Wow, yeah, dark. (laughs) Well, but, (laughs) but no, it's, I mean, it's true though. And, and maybe that's one of the things too that I feel like I live, I know it exists still, but I live so far away from the world in which people have like real help in their homes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in any kind of like, not even live in, but like long-term way that I feel like it's less of a thing now, but also I know that it still totally exists in, you know, especially in this city. And like when some says like in her like accent, like you cock sucking, (laughs) it made me laugh. Yeah. It's supposed to fucking funny. It's supposed to make you laugh. Yeah, it is funny. Accents can be funny sometimes and people (laughs) have them. They do. You know, I think maybe the, maybe the small thing too is that like Eva was telling a story that like she has some personal agency in, you know, this was inevitably some like white people 
and white men specifically yeah. putting this yeah. story on yeah on screen yeah oh my god but accents can be really funny sometimes yeah, we yeah just, totally yeah we just don't know as the audience where this kind of role is coming from for some whether it's internalized whether mm-hmm. she's putting on a show mm-hmm. or whether her boss has told her specifically I also would have loved to fucking know that like if we'd been given anything 30 more seconds even just to like know something about her character because I really want to know yeah. well, funny. what was the intention <laughs> yeah and like uh yeah, but just the whole ickiness comes from he treats her like kind of his wife, but also his child. Yes. That's weird. Fetis- yeah. Fetishization yes. a little bit. Like, we don't actually see them engage in it, but you can feel it from yeah. him. Yeah. Well, the way he coddles her in his, like, after he's just yes. had sex with Samantha in his, like, towel. That's so weird. And, and like, cradles her head to his chest. Yeah. yeah, which is a weird thing you, like, wouldn't really do with someone who works well, for you in the in your home. Well, not in the workplace. No. Like yeah, this no. is a very unhealthy workplace relationship. <laughs> yeah, they need to post the rules in the break room so that everyone knows their rights. The break room, like yeah. his kitchen, yeah, yeah. yeah. the pantry. Uh, oh, but like a uh, funny thing about accents too that made me think <laughs> of. Uh, I recently went on a family vacation with my family in China, and we're wow. Chinese American, and it was astounding and amazing. But my cousin's married to a white guy from Westchester. Wow. He's with us. We know us. many of those. <laughs> yeah. Like Westchester. I think right? the funniest thing was when we were um, eating at this dumpling restaurant. Mm. Um, they were describing all the foods that were what that were cooked in the dumplings. And we would ask them what you eat, which one. They were like, you know, in their accent, you know, this is like um, meat and pork shrimp and pork pork and wet pork and like she's saying pork and vegetables but then cousin-in-law white guy from Westchester he's like I can't help but hear that she's saying that they're serving pork and white people <laughs> pork and white people like in the accent and that's an instance where accents are fucking funny sometimes that's an amazing so story. and we told my grandma <laughs> that pork and white on the dumplings. bus she thought it was hilarious it was amazing it yeah, was so and it was that's great. And then from then on, my we started calling white people vegetables <laughs> and vice versa. I love that. I want to start calling <laughs> white people so vegetables <laughs> because they're so bland. My, um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, seriously, veggies, unsalted veggies. Just add my, that sriracha. You two yeah, got right, sriracha in you. In the fridge. Thank oh, yeah. you. Um, thank you. That's my sparkle, <laughs> sriracha. Who did you resonate with? I mean, Carrie. Yeah. Like in a big way because like I have a whole debacle. The I love the you I love part you, of the it. I love you yeah. was so also like the mm-hmm. way that she responded to like that party. Like that is so me to be like I'm gonna lash out. I'm yeah. gonna get super drunk. I'm gonna go do something stupid. That literally happened to me. I thought we were gonna break up one time junior year, and I was this at a WAMU party. Um, yes. Do you remember sitting with me and Brandon Johnston in a room for an hour and a half? At the end of the evening. This nope. was the most time I think I probably ever spent with you in high school. <laughs> I mean, in college. It was a crazy evening, and I remember it well. And I, went I was the, there for so much of it. To the boy who I ended up hooking up with a yep. year later and said, would you hung up with me if I were single? <laughs> and, of course, he would because he's right. him. But also yeah. was like, yeah. Uh, and then I went home, and I threw up a lot. Amazing. And then my boyfriend did end up coming back to me, and he was like, are you okay? Can I take care of you? And he was like, 
don't be a hero. I don't want you to be a hero. <laughs> no being a hero. I am a, you know, <laughs> like, it was, it was, I was like, wow. I just like watched Carrie do that. I don't, and I want to talk to you more about we that. We could talk about it. That, <laughs> off the record. I forgot about it until just that moment. I thought about it a couple of times. I've been like, I should talk to Brooke about that. Um, <laughs> and then you just brought it up and I was like, I literally know what you're okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're going to talk about that right yep. after I ask you this question, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to be found on social media? Um, I'm on Twitter publicly. How do you? Yay, how do yeah. we find you? How do we you? find you on social media? I'm at Swangbird, pretty Genius. much everywhere but LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everywhere but LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Still, still don't have. Yeah, one. but my Instagram is private, and so is my Facebook. That's understandable, and, and uh, we appreciate I've it. gotten flack about that from no, no, from my well, Facebook Kurt. especially is normal. But my it. Instagram, after I recorded our really bad nah. podcast, my friend <laughs> oh, Kurt was like, you need to go public. I'm like, I Are can't. you public? Yeah. I didn't know. I followed you for years. <laughs> That's How true. I know? That's true. Um, yes, I am. Miss Social Media, ma'am. Mm. Wait, someone crazy that, did you see that? Wait, someone followed us on Instagram who looked. Who liked 87 of our photos. That, Thank you also, for that. But also, oh, we just got another, we got another follow. Um, Small joys. Social here. media tool started following oh, us, amazing. and I thought it was like, I was like <laughs> social media, social media man. Um, I can only say it the way that you say it. Social, social media, media man. man. <laughs> um, I am on Twitter, worrying about the end of the world in eight different ways. I'm Mrs. Burt Macklin, and Instagram at Bridget M37. Brooke, you can find me on Twitter. Um, retweeting Bridget. Doing the tweets. <laughs> Tweeting. You can find me tweetily tweeting. Twitting. Um, at Brooke underscore Wiseman and on Instagram, Brooke Wiseman. Um, no underscore. No underscore, yeah. And collectively we are at Splat, Splat Podcast. Pod- nope, no. fuck me. We are at Splat, Splat podcast. podcast. But Brooke made us a Facebook page, which is Splat the Podcast. Splat the podcast. So if you, you feel like liking us you just couldn't, for fun. You couldn't do exclamation points. No, no. So it's just Splat the Podcast. Splat the Podcast. That's kind of a, um, a lip So follow splat. us on Facebook. If um, you feel so. If you feel inclined. It. Also like rate review and subscribe please please always we love um, it we forgot to mention it last week because we were so excited because congratulations oh yeah baby oh baby now sweet week I'm, plus old so um, um thanks for listening thanks thank for you listening. sam thanks sam thanks for having me this Seriously. is so great oh you're the best What's this all better? happened so fast What's i know better than thanks talking for- shit about these white women <laughs> yeah. yeah and Wealthy drinking rosé yeah sam brought us rosé so heads up <laughs> anyone who's coming to hang out with us top that Ha 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 ha!